Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here for Thursdays. Six game main slate starting at 12 10 p.m. Eastern Time. A nice little morning main slate for Thursday here, James. We usually, we're used to like the morning slate, afternoon slate on Sundays. Occasionally, yep. we get them on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Saturdays of lately have been four o'clock, but 12 10 still feels like one of the earliest start times we've had this year. Yeah, Howard Bender better wake up and get his best bets in the Discord bright and early tomorrow because it's. <laughs> But when this slate kicks off, it's 9.30 West Coast, so or 9.10, sorry, 9.10. He might not even have his nothing, first cup of nothing coffee. Nothing wrong with a little baseball with your eggs, though. Yeah, yeah nothing wrong with a little eggs and baseball, for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, definitely an earlier slate, for sure. Six games, we do not, at the time of this recording, have Fandle, of course. So Fandle may include, I think there's like a 3 o'clock game, John. Let me confirm. There is a 3.30 game. You know how Fandle is. Like, that one oddball game might make the Fandle slate, but as of now, there's six games on DraftKings. So we'll see if there's seven on Fandle. We're only going to talk about the six, but it's an interesting slate. Some really good hitting spots. Like, it's been super hot in Pittsburgh, and the ball's flying. I mean, Great American Small Park gets the Dodgers. It's been really hot in Atlanta. Home runs plenty there. So should be some fun offenses, and we have that old... Our old friend Clayton Kershaw to top off the slate on the mound, too. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw, 10-2 at Cincinnati. The Reds, we know, better hitting team against left-handed pitching. Obviously, Kershaw, a little bit of a different beast there. He's been limited, though. Yep. 71 pitches in his initial outing returning from the IL. 81 pitches last time out against Cleveland, just five innings. I'm sure he'll get boosted a little bit more, but... You know, this is a guy that only has topped out at 87 pitches this season. So one one bit of worry, I guess, is are you paying over $10,000 for a guy who might throw 85 pitches, right? In an environment where we, against a team we know that hits lefties well in a ballpark that is very offensive friendly. It's tough. It's tough to get there. I could see, I mean, he, look, we were playing Kershaw at times earlier in the year at 10K. With not much of a different pitch count than it's probably going to be now, right? It should probably be 85 pitches here. I guess it was we, because I don't think we were playing him. I, well, I think I'm we just, were. Wer- I think we were worried about the pitch count when we were talking about it. I think there were matchups like like Detroit, Chicago that we saw earlier in the year that were exploit that could have been exploited. This does feel a little tricky. Maybe in tournaments, I would play Kershaw but it's not a priority Kyle Wright feels a little bit safer up at the top yeah a little bit he's had some struggles lately as well against some bad offenses or bad offenses in quotations Cubs hit him around for 11 hits five earned Pittsburgh tagged him for three runs in six innings Oakland was fine eight innings two earns like that's fine the strikeout numbers have been elite after a little bit of a dip there for a bit seven seven and eight over the last three games we've seen some the other night we thought that uh, we thought Atlanta was in a good position we saw the Giants bats go out and put up a lot of runs we saw Freed shut them down we watched tonight Uh, Morton's had some decent success against the Giants. So I'm fine with Wright if you want to go in that direction. I don't like Hunter Green at 9,600 in, in Cincinnati. No. Just That's just not a spot. He doesn't have good home road splits just regardless, but you're playing him for strikeouts, but there's too much uncertainty when it comes to that. 
like Alex Wood against Atlanta. I'm iffy on. I don't know. Wright maybe is the guy is the one guy I would look at, but for six games, we talk about this all the time. Sometimes you get unlucky and there just isn't great pitching options. This sort of feels like one of those slates where you're like closing your eyes, like, all right, I'm throwing a dart at one of these top guys on DraftKings and Yahoo, you have to pick two. And then maybe the next guy I'm looking at is like Kyle Freeland against <laughs> Miami. On the road this year, a 3.00 ERA in five starts. So definitely benefiting getting away from Coors Field. And then you look at some of the numbers here for Miami when it comes to going up against left-handed pitching. And strikeout rate. Yeah, too. that strikeout rate, right, is something that should immediately jump out to everybody. Sitting at 29.2% highest in the league. They have a 209 Woba, sorry, batting average, which is the lowest in baseball against left-handed pitching and a 268 Woba against left-handed pitching, also the worst in baseball. So highest strikeout rate, lowest average, lowest Woba. So on DraftKings where you have six games, 12 pitchers, I think everybody and their brother is locking in Cal Freeland. And he's my he's like my SP1, and then it's trying to figure out who the SP2 is of this slate. I'm not going to go as far as you, I don't think. And that's kind of why I would consider Clayton Kershaw, I think. Just because, like, who else on this list can you be sure to get you five to six innings of like, yeah. semi-good pitching? Which is why I think Kershaw would still be at the top of my list. It's, this is the day where, like, you, a cash game and a GBP lineup are sort of the same, right? Yeah, like, where you're just kind of biting the bullet at the top. And the same with Kyle Wright. Yes, he had a bad start against the Cubs. But he's a strikeout army. He has seven plus strikeouts in three straight starts. He has five or more strikeouts dating back to May 15th, every start since then. So I would probably just because the pitching after them is so poor, I would consider those two guys. I don't hate Dakota Hudson either. He has been pretty good outside of a start against Cincinnati. I mean, you take out the start in Cincinnati, two earned, five runs against a good Boston offense, seven innings, one run against Tampa, seven innings, one run against San Diego, four and two-thirds, no runs against Milwaukee. Pretty good stretch for Dakota Hudson, and he gets Milwaukee again. He's pitched against him twice, didn't have as much success in the first start of the year, but successful in his last outing, so I would go Dakota Hudson. But I largely agree. I think Freeland is the play at least to go to as an SP2. I think he's more of an SP2 because I'm probably in on Kershaw and Wright more than you are. So when I say SP1, I mean like he's the first pitcher I'm putting in my lineup and then I'm trying to figure okay. out who the second pitcher is. Okay, that I'm okay in my that's fair. That's a, that's a fair assessment. I don't know. Would you go steal? Maybe. It's been hot in Pittsburgh. We've seen a ton of runs. I know Pittsburgh isn't the one scoring them tonight. I will say, when you also look at Pittsburgh's lineup tonight, they didn't throw their best foot forward. No Cabrian Hayes, no Jack Sawinski, who's been good. We know Michael Chavis is good against lefty. I don't hate Steele, though. I think Steele is okay. I think you could probably, just based on recent performances, maybe even use him in cash. Four, four starts. Milwaukee, Atlanta, San Diego, St. Louis got through it pretty much unscathed there. So yeah. you, and you're that, looking at Pittsburgh this year, and they have the fourth highest strikeout rate against left-handed pitching, 24%. Their batting average, they have the fourth lowest batting average at 222. And when it comes to Woba, the third lowest Woba against lefties at 285. So I know recently, again, I know recently their numbers are a little bit better because they have some guys that are finally starting to hit. Brian right. Reynolds, of course, is starting to hit the ball a little bit better now. They called up Cruz, starting maybe playing a little bit better. But overall, their numbers against lefties are very bad. 
Yeah, it's an interesting point. And on a slate like this, you're trying to figure out there the player pool isn't large. So it's like, right. all right, you, maybe you go to mid-tier pitchers or you go with value in Freeland and you, you spend up for a high upside guy like a Ryder or Kershaw. And now you're looking at this hitter pool. You're like, all right, there's a lot of guys that are like over 5K on a small slate that you're trying right. to put into your lineup. You can only fit so many of them. So maybe going double mid-tier and hoping to get lucky offensively could be a direction to go or just going one value, one one high price guy. That's interesting. What about value and Devin Smeltzer? I know he stunk in his last start, and I, he doesn't really strike guys out. He does have six against Kansas City earlier in the year. But he faces Cleveland. Cleveland 29th in baseball in OPS against left-handed pitching. Yeah. It's just the no strikeouts for me. Like, his yeah, best game of the win... I mean, it wasn't bad, right? You obviously, it's seven. The Kansas shutout. City game yeah, was seven yeah, shutout against was Kansas City. So, but I mean, he also had against Tampa Bay. He had a win at thirteen fantasy points two starts ago. So, right. I don't know. I think it's possible. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think. It's I don't. I just. I'm. I, I could be just like going crazier than I need to here. I'm just thinking like it's Freeland or Steele in the mid tier. Yeah. I, I think Dakota Hudson's in play. Alexander has even less strikeout upside than Smeltzer. Yeah. The has... be, there's really nobody with strikeout upside except for Wright and Kershaw on the slate. What about Braxton Garrett against the Rockies? I don't he had road. zero strikeouts his last time. <laughs> but he did have five in San Fran and then five against Houston. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 75 pitches is like 72, 72. I don't need to go there. I'd rather just go. But yeah, there's not a lot of strikeout upside on the slate. So, you know, you can try and find it if you spend up for If we're going hitting, again, looking at the catcher position, small slate, so there's a few options. You can go either Atlanta catcher, who goes out there, going up against the lefty in Wood, who's been good. He's fine. John Gomes probably gets in the lineup against Quintana here at 2,700, right? So Yeah, he hit fifth tonight. Yeah, good spot against a lefty pitcher. So I probably... It's probably Yanni or it's, it's an Atlanta catcher for me. Yeah, I mean, I know Wilson Contreras is letting us bolt down. He's letting... He's 40% uh, rostered tonight. He might even be higher tomorrow. So. 70, 70 in cash. Yeah. So a lot of our... Us and a lot of our friends played Wilson Contreras, and they let us down, but I would go back to the well against Quintana. Yeah. I'm not scared there. Any other catchers for you? Your boy Narvaez, 4,200. Sure. He continues to hit. Yep. Probably yet? Yep. I'm with you there. First base position. I think Dodgers are interesting against Green because he's so wild and he gives up yep. home runs. Yep. But he also strikes out a ton of guys. But I mean, Freeman in Cincinnati. Goldschmidt against Alexander, I'm fine with as well. Obviously, Homer tonight against Wainwright. Yeah, off of, uh, not Wainwright, off Lauer. So either of those two guys, I think at the top makes sense. You do have a lefty against Crone. I don't know if you saw James this year, though. Crone, not good against lefties, murdering right handed. <laughs> I know. It's weird. So weird because yeah. he has been so good against lefties for his career. Correct. So something to take a look at there. Matt Olson getting hit lefties, so I'm not really scared of him against Wood. Yep. That one is fine for me. Anybody else for Juan Yepes? 3,600, Rowdy Telez, 3,900. Can't play Vogelbach, but you can play Chavis, 2,900. If sure, you're Chavis going opposite. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. And then Alex Kirilov has looked really good since getting called up for Minnesota. I think he's going to be pretty popular at 2,500. Okay. Second base position. Solms at the top. I know it's a lefty matchup, but just mentioning him. Araz, someone that we talked about. Not a guy that I feel like I ever roster because he, to me, he doesn't provide a ton, but he did homer the other day. Yeah. Araz, Kirilov. Yeah, right. Uh, you see what I did there? Yeah, I did. I did see what you did there. Did you, did you like it? It's okay. Muncie, even though he sucks, there's just power potential. Jimenez, probably where we're going, even though it's a lefty, right? Do you like that anyways? 
And Smelter, um, like, it's not a good lefty, right? Smelter's like average, so I don't really worry about these lefty matchups. I mean, but... the good thing, I would say it's definitely like something to consider because Smelter doesn't miss bats. So right. he has been pretty good against lefties. Looking at the numbers, 580 OPS for lefties, 254 Woba. Yeah. Menace, though, John, 333 against lefties this yeah. year. Sneaky. Yeah. The Lar gets lefty matchup here at 3,800. Yeah, hit a triple tonight, I think. Yeah, he hit a triple. triple. I think there's some good plays right here. Brendan Donovan, 43. Brendan Rogers, 4K. He hits lefties well. And VR, 3,800. I think. And Nolan Gorman, 36. I think there's a lot of good value right in that range right there. Yep, I'm with you there. Anybody else? Nope. Yeah, I don't think so either. Third base, some obvious guys at the top. I will indulge you and just see what your thoughts are on Brendan Drury. He's in Cincinnati <laughs> versus a lefty. No. No, okay. You're sure? 100% positive. No, of course I'm not. Brandon Drury is to the moon. Brandon Drury might be the best player in baseball. You know what he is, John? He is 2 for 17 of Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, but how but many of those 2 for those, 17s were in know, Cincinnati? You know what one of those two were, John? Was it a home run? It was a home run. 2 for 17. Brandon Drury this year, To the just for context, John is uh, making fun of everyone and anybody that likes Brandon Drury this year because John absolutely despises Brandon Drury and thinks he only can hit at home. At versus lefties this year, Brandon Drury has six home runs and 57 at-bats, 419 Woba. At home, he has eight of his home runs, 406 Woba. So, yeah, I mean, you're not... No, dude, he's hitting 353 at home versus left-handed pitching with four home runs. You're not, like you're not wrong in any way. You're not in any way wrong. Let the record show you're not wrong. What I was wrong about was J.D. Martinez's walks and hits because he just flew out in the seventh inning. So anyways, we'll, we'll move forward and we'll just hope that they get the bat back around. So there's Drury. We have Riley, didn't play tonight, gets a lefty in Wood, better versus righties usually. Jose Ramirez gets a lefty here at 6K at the top. Arnado versus Alexander at 5,200. That's your top group there. Mid-tier. I mean, I don't ever think to play John Birdie, but if he gets on base, he's running. <laughs> Even with the lefty on the mound, like, I'm very confident that he probably runs. What did I say to you tonight? I was like... He tripled, so he I was surprised run. to see John Birdie not... with reach base twice and not steal, but he tripled and walked and then immediately got homered in by Jazz Chisholm. So, I mean, yeah. like, what is the price you wouldn't... Like, what's the price you wouldn't pay for John Birdie? 5K? I mean, probably, but I mean, I don't know. On a slate like this, I mean. Anything under 5K, he's in play? Probably. Cabrian Hayes, 4,100. It's fine by me. Urshela Homer tonight. He's $3,900 against Plesak. Could... No, I don't think he homered. Did he, he homer? I thought he homered. No, I, think, I think he had a RBI. I thought he homered. Yeah, he has two uh, hits. He has a triple. Oh, triple. There you go. Urshela, triple. Triple in RBIs. Wisdom homered. He gets a lot. Wisdom homered for sure. That's... Yeah, it's good. he's homered in two straight. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else for you? Oh, man. We've been spoiled by value, and I'm sure O'Neal Cruz is, like, super cheap again, but a lefty. But doesn't it feel like we? this is not – this slate is different than what the last few slates have been? Oh, yeah. last few slates have been 10-plus games. We have six. Also fair. I'm just saying there has been value in literally every spot. I feel like every single spot on the board, there's been, like – just tons of value everywhere. Yeah, I won't argue. I won't argue. Shortstop position. Trey Turner against Green at 6,100. Not paying that one. Dansby. I, I, I think I would. 61? Only, only because, hear me out. Okay. I agree. But if you're stacking Dodgers, I probably wouldn't play him as one-off. I think what we could see here is Trey Turner walk like twice 
or get on base and just steal. Okay. And I know he he has 14 steals in the year, which is good. I think there's obviously power upside in Cincinnati. He's up to nine home runs in the year, but I think there's still like a lot of stolen base upside on Riley. Oh, no. um, all right. So he is, Turner's there. Swanson's at 56. Edmonds at 53. Adamas 52. And then I think Correa may be our next yeah. guy, right? It's probably the chalk, yeah. Considering how good he's been, he's probably. Homer twice, you said chalky. tonight? Yeah, has two tonight. Did he homer? He's just been good. 3.26 average over his last 10, but two home runs. So we're getting all of his power has come in, have, has come in June. Yep. 5K. We're not playing anybody against Kershaw. Would you play Rosario against Meltzer? Yeah, in a Cleveland sack. I would probably still play O'Neal Cruz that le- against the left. He's up over 3K now. 3,300. 3, 3, 3, yeah, still too cheap. And Nico Horner's 3,200. He's been sneaky good this year. Yeah. He's been sneaky good this year. You know who's starting to heat up is Miguel Rojas, and he's always kind of hit lefty as well. He also stole a base on third, or what is tonight, Wednesday? Yeah. He stole a base on Wednesday, so yeah, three stolen bases over his last 10, home run. I don't know what Jose Iglesias is tonight, but before tonight, hits in three straight, doubles in back-to-back games for him, and he is another guy that sneaky hits lefty as well. He's hitting 300 overall in the year, so... One for three, they took him out of the... They pinch hit for him in the ninth. Okay, so four-game hitting streak for him then? Yeah, four-game hitting streak. I don't hate it. I think we've talked about this before, and I've said this before, and I jinxed, and J.P. Crawford had a home run, but there is actually, like, no power upside for Iglesias. <laughs> He's, if he hits his first home run, I'm never doing this podcast again. <laughs> but that's... that's we don't need He also hits, like, ninth, so... Yeah, we, we also don't need to go any further down. Okay, outfield. Who are you going with? I mean Buxton for sure sat out on sat out on so Plesak is wor- way worse against lefties looking at the splits. Does that what it does that worry you for Buxton or are you in the camp if this player is good he has six home runs in his last 10 games like he's hitting everything out. He's hit righties well. Like what is your take on that? Yeah, like, I, he's hit- I play the talent. So Okay. So then yeah, I, then I'm interested in a little Buxton 62. Acuña for sure. Not going to pay 53 for Tommy Pham. That's I don't really know what I that is. I don't know is. where that's coming from either. Doesn't doesn't register. Doesn't register for me too much. Reynolds at forty four. Like Kepler against Ke- Kepler homer tonight. He homered tonight. Yeah, I'm in on Jock Jams. I'll go back to the there. Morton had eleven strikeouts tonight, by the way. So Morton had eleven Ks and they pinch hit for Peterson in the ninth. Yeah, which is annoying. It is because I did, I played him in a tournament and it's also annoying like knowing that something named Alfonso Rivas hit a grand slam. Yeah, Jock Jam for but he's a I mean sh- strictly a tournament play. Yep, Ozuna at 4K. He homered tonight. Yastrzemski homered tonight as well. He hit second because Luis Gonzalez was scratched. I'm interested to see what they do if he Gonzalez back. is back in the lineup. Yeah. Would you go Hap against Quintana? Absolutely. He's he had. Two hits and a home run. He Gotta is, figure out why they pulled him tonight, though. You know what? He, I mean, it was 10-1. That's true. We'll see. Let's see if there's any reports out there. I'm going to say this. Ian Happ is going to be one of the most sought-after players at the trade deadline. Yeah, I agree with that. He's been really good. Yeah. If you want there's, to be different, just by the way, I know we've talked about Kershaw, but like again, the Cincinnati does tend to hit Ke- yeah, lefty as well. You, you could play lefty. Like, there are guys in that lineup that, that could hit home runs in that ballpark. So. It's a good point. Al Mora homer tonight, right, is just an example. Yep. Yeah, cheap home run. I think there's some good value that we don't need to, but I do agree. Like, on a smaller slate where there's not a lot of leverage, I don't disagree with you. Okay. Anybody else for you? 
Honestly. Renfro for home run. Chris Morell, if he's in the lineup, he didn't play on, on Wednesday. Oscar Gonzalez is someone I love to play. I know he slowed down, but he had an RBI double on Tuesday. He wasn't in the lineup Wednesday. I'm trying to figure out. If you want to play against Kyle Freeland, CL Garcia has been a little better lately. Fran Mill had a home run in his first game back off the IL on Tuesday. Someone that you were talking about, he hit second, John? Yeah, but uh, he his like, splits are so drastic, lefty versus righty. Okay. Sawinski, but he is a lefty if you want to avoid that. We mentioned Trevor Larnich, maybe, because the police act has been so bad against lefties. I guess we'd have to see if he'd make the lineup. but That's probably it, right? We'll have to wait for lineups come out for more value. Yeah, that's probably uh, it. Uh, what's your home run call? Home run call. Who do we like here, John? Who do we like Who's your home run call? The home run call will be Freddie Freeman. Yeah, going, yeah. Great American is a good one. I will go... I don't know what pitcher I want to attack the most. Yeah, I have no idea. I should probably just... If I go Dodger to... I'll go Trey Turner. I know that's like a cop-out because we both just went the same team, but I will... I mean, it's Great American, right? Yeah, it's, great it's a pitcher that does, does give up some home runs, so... All right, that's who I'm going with. Sounds good. All right, James on the playbook at 1210. Get in there early. If you have any questions, we'll be in Discord, and we will catch you guys later.